For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Brian, where are you broadcasting from? This is not the background I've grown accustomed to seeing. Uh, an Airbnb in Chicago. It looks pretty spacious. I mean, what are we? Is this like a three bedroom? It's two, but it's not very big. It's uh, it's just a camera angle. So did you did you sell your place? I did. Wow! I did a reverse matic. <laughs> you you sold the, the top. top. <laughs> And and then uh, so you found now you're renting after this, and then I'm going to rent in the city and get a lake house. There you go. And so this is it. When do you when can you move into your rental? Like a week. Okay, so you got a you got a week in the Airbnb. Like yeah, ten days or something like that. So we might have to do another one of these where I'm doing this on my mobile hotspot. Oh really? Yeah. So we'll your, see. Your connection seems good for now. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is no, I'm saying this is very exciting. I mean, we've done lots of shows, we've done lots of calls. I've never not seen you at your exact desk. So, uh, so I paid for the uh mobile hotspot like upgrade. Yeah, there's like 25 bucks a month or something just because, just in case my internet goes out for DFS, I'm uh, like, right, it'll be worth it. And I think this is probably the longest I'll ever use it, right? This one hour here. Did you get your full like monitor set up for the for the week? Or are you going with a more oh, yeah, bare bones setup? I took the whole thing. There you I'm go. not going to leave my PC lying around. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Coney Dog tried to hop on uh, Club Top Shot last night, and he was he was struggling with the internet there. Yeah, and John is upset. I mean, people want the quintessential window curtain. I mean, this is it <laughs> looks gone, way baby. too nice. It's gone. Not coming back. Maybe you're going to turn into Osimo where you broadcast from a different room every single stream. He has never broadcasted from the exact same spot once. Yeah. That's a fun fact. Does the money come along with it? Uh, I think so. I think do you, so. Do you have to like work for it? From from if you if you try to read between the lines behind Osimo's Twitter account, he made a bunch of money playing DFS and then gave it all back on Top Shot. Is kind of <laughs> the vibe I get. That's not that far off. The only reason we're uh we're doing already is because we were like one month before him. That's right, exactly. Three one month maybe? before. Yeah. I get I could make fun cool cats jokes uh and Osimo's, you know, uh aren't as fun, it doesn't quite seem. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up a nice compliment. I mean, this is just a super genuinely nice comment from Dick Chuck. Thank you, Dick Chuck. Evening, guys. Here to hang out for a bit. I want to say Brian is one of the most honest guys I listen to on YouTube. Love both of you and keep up the awesome, insightful, opinionated streams 
on the tube. How nice is that, Brian? Thanks, Dick Chuck. I appreciate that. <laughs> Thanks, Dick Chuck. You're a real mensch. I love that about the internet, like on Reddit. You'll yeah. read some like super insightful post, and then it's from like my balls, 4822, you know, yeah. like. It'll, Thanks, my balls. It'll be like a priest from like a local parish being like, fuck you guys, you stupid hacks. And then a guy named Dick Chuck is just like the kindest guy. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Paul or, or Brian, I, I doubt we're counting this as a vacation here. Right? Oh, I thought that said vaccination. Uh, before <laughs> yeah. you're, you're, you're quarantining in an Airbnb. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, no. Does no way. I I do think Brian, and this is kind of a big deal. I I famously took a week off in March. We went to South Carolina. I believe I'm going to take a week off in uh, July. Just the uh, the calm before the storm. I'm getting my ducks in a row for the NFL season. I'm realizing that I am going to be extremely busy, and I think I need to take a week off in July uh, before I don't vacation again for a long time. No, that is not acceptable. Please, Brian, I'm begging you. (laughs) I was thinking about going on vacation in August. Just going golfing. Yeah. For a week. I think we talked about this off stream, but yeah. Maybe maybe you sync up your vacation when I go and it's less awkward. (laughs) I have a specific time frame. July is good, uh, a good time to go though, because um, there's like the the biggest lull in DFS is 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 um, the biggest lull in sports is July fourth like weekend week of there's like very little sports baseball's on all-star break etc yeah i um you know i wasn't even really thinking through that angle uh but that that will be a a nice bonus uh but if we've proven anything brian it's not like we need actual sports on the uh the calendar to give us fodder to talk about no This is this is why I wish I never would have told anyone that I was leaving my job. Um, now everyone assumes they could access me around the clock. They uh, <laughs> they say I can't go on vacation because I just quit my job. Uh, this is the worst, guys. <laughs> I want to go back to being the guy that was just grinding so hard. I don't I don't want to be the uh, the guy that's lounging around all day anymore. That is um. That's also what everyone does. Like when you quit your job, <laughs> everyone takes like a week in between and goes and does something. You know, I mean, not everyone, but it's pretty common. Yeah, come on. Let me let me have a little summer vacation. Here. Yeah. Um, yeah. So actually, I did want to ask you because it was right after Lulz last week. That was when the John Rom stuff happened. It seemed you seemed like you were tilting on Twitter more than I normally see you tilt. I was joking. But you seemed... Main- Mainly joking. I no, know no, no. I think I had like four beers in me. Okay. I was at like a at like a bar for the first time in a while, just sitting there watching <laughs> something. Probably the playoffs, NBA playoffs or something. Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> that actually accounts for it because I was like, either you're tilting. I, I didn't account for you being drunk, but that actually, in retrospect, would also account for the posts. Yeah, that's mainly it. So yeah, I mean, obviously, I wasn't. Uh, uh, like he should have three lashings and and uh walk of shame the 18th hole uh i'm joking like i mean i i think like someone 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 responded on mine there uh what if what if 20 players got it and then they'd all have to go out solo which was my suggestion like just have them go from the car to the tee tee off after the two guys and finish the fucking round. He's clearly healthy. 
And uh, and the guy's like, yeah, what if 20 people did that? You, this is why we have protocols. It's like they've been making these protocols up and changing them for eight months. They're all fucking made up. What a- it's not like God's law or something. Just fucking change it and then go forward. But like whatever. The main thing I think is like they – like if someone gets sick on the course, they could like sue them. You know what I mean? Like even though it has nothing to do with Rom. So like I, under- I understand why they got rid of them. It actually helped me, if anything – and DFS. Okay. I was just going to so ask what your exposure filthy. was. Yeah. Yeah. One of the guys who's in, in my discord won that, by the way, congrats. Uh, Larry Otto, I think is uh, how he pronounces his screen. Really? Name. Very nice. Yeah. 250 K. He like, he, he's always up there and like, he's always taking like, but he's, he's like a lot of times he just gets screwed. Like in MMA. Always the bridesmaid. Always the bridesmaid. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, Not I, that I, time. I I didn't see, I, I mean, I just only saw like the Twitter chatter. I, I didn't see like all the mechanics of what went down, but it's like, I don't know. I get it with the UFC stuff in that, like those guys are breathing all over themselves. You know, the transferring of COVID is probably very likely there, but I mean the golf stuff outside, like <laughs> haven't we proven that the, the outside transmission levels are extremely, extremely low. Like I, I guess I, it, it does seem just overly, you know, I don't know, Byzantine or whatever. Yeah, the New York Times even had an article like a month ago where they were criticizing the CDC's estimate of 10% or less chance of transmission outside. Um, where they Because they said, yes, that's true, but it's more like 0.001%. There's been no documented case in the world of outdoor <laughs> transmission. Yeah. And this is the New York Times. So yeah. um, I would just fucking let them play, but... What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And that that is though that is like one of the worst beats or one of the, the luckiest for uh, for our guy Lariato. So uh enjoy that too. <laughs> you can't model that one. Yeah, what do we see cuz we were joking around last week about, you know, you win a DFS tournament, you get the jersey. What do you buy when you win a DFS tournament because a guy got covid scratched? I think you do. I think you got to buy a ROM one too cuz can't lay one. Oh, I thought you were going to say like you, you purposely get COVID or something. Like, I was <laughs> you become an anti-vaxxer like in campaign, like donate to their, uh, to their fund. I, I mean, you wait, honestly though, when, if a golfer wins, I mean, they don't, they don't have jerseys. What, what do you, what do you get to commemorate your golfer? That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. It's going to, I mean, I'm sure. Uh, Hang on. You, you like, have you won a golf GPP before? Yeah. Won a, won a bunch did, of how did, how did you celebrate? I don't remember. <laughs> was it with a vacation? No. Was it buying a, a polo? What you yeah. buy a polo for the brand that they wear, you know, whether it's the Nike or the Under Armour Spieth wins, you get some nice Under Armour stuff. I don't know. Well, you could buy a golf club from like TaylorMade <laughs> if they hit TaylorMade or something. I don't, there's not a lot you can do. There's not a lot you can do. I mean, we don't even have golf NFT projects. You can't even go by their moments. Yeah, they had that. Didn't they have one that I saw? Or was that actually physical cards? Oh, did they? I, I might have missed it. There's a new There's a new project every day. <laughs> I got a workday swimsuit when Phil won. Um, Steel Curtain, we were just talking about this. Do you have a take on if ROM should be vaxxed? Likely cost him around a million. I mean... The, I think it's a, I, th- I do think it's a little um, too in vogue to like just ask somebody uh, some of these questions. Like you would never ask someone some personal question like this, you know, a year or two years ago. 
but and it's like between someone and their doctor. Like yeah. we're not all fucking ex- experts on this virus. Now, I'm not saying Rom Rom. It's extremely unlikely that he didn't have to take it because uh, of doctor's opinion. But you never know. You never know. And by the way, it's extremely unlikely because he's extremely likely to get uh, really sick because yeah. of his age and the and the way this virus works. Not that I'm a fucking expert, but yeah. I mean, he. Uh, and also, I saw somewhere he did take one. He he took he he did take the first one or something like that, but it might have been after they found out he was in contact with someone who had COVID. I don't know. That's what I was wondering. I was asking um, our buddy Steve on on Twitter. He'd never really asked me um, uh, if he did get both facts faxes and then somehow tested positive. Would you let him play? Would you make an exception for him? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what do people? What do uh, the blue pilled folks in the, uh, <laughs> the chat? Blue, no. <laughs> well, who do you think our audience is, Brian? <laughs> and everyone's most people are blue pilled, so despite uh, probability. Dude, speaking of blue pilled, I was cracking up. I saw uh, a post today uh, or just earlier um, from Noah here about. So you saw Elizabeth Warren, you know, came out with the the classic, you know, Bitcoin is bad for the environment. And so we should shut down these cryptocurrencies. Um, Sean Hannity now has a Bitcoin laser eyes updated profile pic. Really? Uh, after on Monday, he came out in support of anti-Bitcoin because Trump had some yeah. like hit about, you know, <laughs> Trump's like, I want the dollar to be the greatest currency. Right. And therefore, Bitcoin can't be it. It's competing with the U.S. So Sean Hannity's like, bad. yeah, screw Bitcoin. Then Elizabeth Warren comes out and says that she doesn't like Bitcoin. And so and now he's back. Laser eyes. I was going to say, if Trump hates it, Elizabeth Warren hates it. Like, we're in we're in trouble here. I know. I mean, this is it's just so, I mean, like, this is, this is the state of American politics right here. A guy who was out on Bitcoin on Monday now has laser eyes. <laughs> Does that surprise you? Um, it doesn't, but it's it's pretty good. I did a podcast with um, with Matic months ago, and I want to go back and listen to it because we talked about Bitcoin, and I was saying like the thing I was most scared about was this kind of regulation fud um, with the press on board, the corporate press, anyways, on board, and and really and really hammering b- bullshit. Like, and I'm almost positive I probably did say the environment. And, um, and then the, another one there'll be is like, it disproportionately affects minorities. I'm sure that's coming. Um, uh, what else can they do? It, it's the same playbook. Yeah. It's the same fucking playbook. Yeah. But we do got to print all this money and give it to banks again, cause that always works. So let's keep doing that. So well, it's a miracle. The same prescription <sighs> over and over again. Thank you, Michael. Uh, you know, Not it's, bad. uh, you, you take some swings every now like and again. The, the hand, the hand <laughs> yeah. gestures and stuff. Hannity, I hate your new profile pic. I think it's disrespectful. The U S dollar is the number one currency in the whole world. Um, I went, right after the, the first, the election, when Trump won, I was visiting my friend, uh, Brian in Philadelphia and, uh, he's a comedian and a yuckster. And, uh, we just spent the entire weekend talking to each other in the Trump accent. Like we, that was like our coping mechanism and we could not stop. It, it was so bad, but two days straight of just nonstop talking to each other as Trump. So I think that's where I, I cut my teeth back then. 
I could I could see doing that. Yeah. Once you start. Um, let's see here. I'm sure Brian is going to be hodling all the new central bank environmentally friendly crypto. I, I might gamble on some of it, honestly. Um, if it's easy to buy, if it's a, the stuff that's hard to buy, like safe moon or whatever that Portnoy did. And like, I can't even gamble on this cause it's going to take me five hours to figure out how to buy it. Well, and gambling on it, like to do it well, you need to be in the trenches. You got to see what the the barstool bros are talking about. You got to figure out what Elon, uh, you know, come rocket. What is he going to be boosting that day? You know, I would consider it like an NFL Sunday sides uh, five <laughs> minutes before kickoff, just just for the entertainment gamble. You know, what I mean, I'm not expecting yeah. to win. Yeah, uh, let's see this. Uh, we got Trump best ball, bro. Trump drafts Mason Rudolph 101. Uh, let's see here. Uh, is that impression available for cameos? You'll have to ask Mans today. Mans did launch a utility for his NFT project. He is offering cameos now to all holders. Uh, I think it's great to see some of these NFT projects finally get some utility, Brian. Um, yeah, well, uh, how, how many you got left? There's about, I think he's got about 40, uh, left to, uh, to sell out of the, the 200 and then, uh, mm. and then it's sold out here. So. Um, yeah, we said this last week with Pete, with, with Pete quitting his job and stuff. But if, if, if anyone who's gotten like value out of any of my stuff would, would subscribe to Pete's channel so we can have more content creators like Pete doing stuff full time, I'd appreciate it personally. If you're on my channel, you have to go to his and, yeah. uh, someone here from my channel goes, let a listener fill in for Pete on, uh, on your vacation. And guys, hosting is a lot harder. <laughs> than it looks which is why i originally approached pete because i would be really bad i'm sure and um our, our buddy nelson adcock on uh twitter was trying to do uh, a video for his new product uh his cut sweats product oh uh, i didn't anyone, see that yet yeah they updated the site and stuff and and he was gonna cut a video show on how to use it and he just tweeted out he's like i I'm, i can't remember what he said but he's just like i'm so bad at this they're so uncomfortable and i remember doing my first video too and i was I felt the same way and just deleted it. And I emailed or DM'd um, Josh Engelman from uh, Awesomeo. I'm yeah. like, I have a lot more respect for you guys because I feel like I'm more. On, he's like, you'll get you, you'll get used to it, and you, and you you do get used to it. It is like, I mean, I had done improv for four or five years before I had started even trying to do some on camera stuff. And I remember even just getting to do on camera, having complete confidence on stage, performing a lot of people, still being on camera was a little nerve wracking. Just that element of it's now recorded. It's now preserved. It, it's, it's just reps. It's just getting comfortable. I think you would even say for yourself, like you are way more comfortable in natural on mic uh, a year from, you know, when we started, I mean, you're it's night and day. Yeah, definitely. There, and there's, and also the, there's a big difference between live and being, and recording a podcast, not live. Yeah. I, I personally, I really, I like not live. That's just way, really? way less pressure. Well, I would say just in general, a uh, conversational podcast is is less pressure. What mm -hmm. Nelson was trying to do, or if you're cutting a video by yourself mm -hmm. um, recorded, that's where it's really tricky because what people don't realize, uh, the thing I always say is the camera sucks like 20% of the energy out. Right now, as I'm talking, I feel like, I'm being super energetic. Like to me, deep down inside, I'm like, just relax, Peter. But if I actually just podcasted at my default tone like this, you guys would all be 
bored out of your fucking mind. But this is how I am most of the day. But when you get on camera, you need to be <laughs> like this because the camera is going to strip that energy away. So it's just like one of those things you get used to over time. For me, it was just talking to no one is so weird. So obviously this is much easier because I see like, yeah, they can't tell, but your face is right here. So it's like, it's so much easier than, Hey, so, uh, <laughs> ownership is, blah, blah, blah. it's like, what am I doing? And you know, you have to like, look at the camera occasionally anyways, mine's on an angle. So you're like, it, it's just, it's, it's the whole thing's pretty awkward, but you get, you get used to it. I always find the the middle ground between like you and I completely unscripted. We literally do not have a single show topic for tonight, but we're just having a conversation. I find that easy. I find if I have a script or whatever and I know like the points I want to hit, that's easy. It's generally like the middle ground where it's like you have like an outline of things you want to hit and you're trying to vacillate between like making sure you get the messaging across while also making it seem natural. That's always kind of the tricky medium mm-hmm. middle for me. What, what was tricky for me was, and I've, I've, I've mentioned this before, there's two things that just reminded me of another one. One was listening, making sure, like, because I, I, would, I would listen back, and I'm like, I didn't listen to Pete's question there at all. Like, I can yeah. tell, like, my head has already got an answer for something else or something, and, like, I didn't listen at all. So I was like, just make sure you, like, knock yourself in the head and, and, and listen. And then where do, you, where do you draw the line? I'm interested in this question for people who podcast a lot. But for two things, repeating yourself and quoting other people, because it can get pretty annoying always saying, and it sound, it can come off as pompous saying like Tom Woods, the historian said this, uh, and then say your thing. And then you're just saying that all the time. Cause it's not like, we don't have all these original ideas all off the cuff, all the fucking thing, right? No. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like repeating yourself. One thing I just did is reminding me of it is I said, I said this on a previous show. Like I say yeah. that like at least five times a show. And so it's like, how many times do you have to? It's, to do that? it's tricky because what we're doing, it's, it's the same way as if you think about a tweet, right? If you did the same tweet within six hours of each other, we always, we, what do we say? We say, in case you missed it or something like this, or bumping this for the people who missed it, because we are afraid internally that someone who saw it before is gonna be like, Hey, you jackass, you took, you tweeted that earlier. We already saw it. And you're saying, I'm getting out in front of that. I know you saw that. And so I think we do the same thing on shows instead of just delivering it, knowing like, Hey, there's a lot of people watching this week who might not have watched last week. We're afraid of someone saying, Hey, you already said that or whatever. And so we reflexively get in defense mode, I think is what happens. But what it, but there's also like an etiquette of like, whatever, let's say, um, uh, uh, blender had that line or an Mm -hmm. idea, a DFS. And then I just say it without saying blender said, right. know, that's easy in DFS, but there's tons of examples. You know, Sam Harris said this, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, do you always have to quote or attach a name to the person whose idea? Maybe you've been using an analogy or something close to it and it's not exactly the same thing. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I, I definitely do. I, I know a lot during DFS season. I'm sure I said, you know, as blender says, or I'll say as Leone yeah. said, you know, I, I do that kind of stuff. A lot because I also want to be, you don't want people to think you're stealing ideas and and presenting them as your own. But I know what you mean. It gets a little tedious to, if you feel like you need to do a footnotes for every single thing you say. Yeah. Uh And and no one reads the footnotes, I think. Um, 
I lost my train. Oh, there, that's funny. It was about losing your train of thought. Yeah. Like I, what I've noticed too, and tell me if you uh, feel the same way, is that generally people don't care. And what I say by that is like, they don't care if you screw up. They don't care if you lose your train of thought. When you lose your train of thought, you immediately get embarrassed. Like it's totally natural. Everyone does it, but no one gives a fuck. Like no. everyone loses their train of thought. And like whenever I see someone lose their train of thought and it's like, good, this, if, if that happens, the other guy can kind of hop in really quick usually is, is, is pretty helpful. But like it just in general, like no one cares. Of course there's the assholes who like we talked, we talked about before. I see I'm doing it again where uh, they like look at Pete's background. Like, why is your pillow shaped this way? You know what I mean? There's, there's always these weirdos, but like for the most part, all the reasonable people is like, no one cares. Yeah. Like, whatever. Yeah. Uh, in their defense, one time my pillow was sh- shaped kind of like a dildo. And I understand why <laughs> that was uh, the blanket, why that was distracting. But it it also goes back to, I think, that thing of doing stuff live versus doing stuff recorded. And again, I learned this from improv. People will cut you so much slack if they know you, they know we're doing this off the cuff. They know if we're rambling or we're stumbling or I say like or um, because we are doing it off the cuff, people naturally cut you slack versus again, say the Nelson thing. I'm doing a pre-recorded video. It's same with a standup, right? When a standup bombs, it's like you had theoretically your entire life to plan for this set. You could have been perfecting it. So I can't give you much slack because you came here and said, I want your time. Whereas you and me, it's like, no, we didn't plan this. We're just coming here. And yeah. and so I think that's an interesting thing too of where the type yeah. of formats where people will cut you slack. There's no tickets here. Like you're welcome to leave. Like we're not, you know, we're not CNN. Or I like movie. it. I like how you went from five, 10 minutes ago is please uh, subscribe to Pete's channel and watch our stuff to support him. But also- <laughs> You can just fuck right off. My channel. Like. Feel free to leave. <laughs> I will say this. Brian, I'm at 7.99K subs. I think oh, I'm like right. five. I think I'm five subs away from 8,000. Okay. Sub Jeez. to Pete's channel. Maybe we can get to eight in this, this stream alone. And I mean, I think this is a, actually a very relevant comment. This life is temporary. It is pointed once for man to die. Then comes the judgment. If your heart is not right with God, then unfortunately, all that's waiting for you is hell. Turn to Jesus today. Brought to us by Cross Username. So this kind of stopped me in my tracks, Brian. Is this a family member? <laughs> I do not. It could be. I, I have no idea who this is. It's very ominous. The red. Who are you, Cross? Do you want to host Lulz with Brian the week? I'm we out? have an opening open week. <laughs> We do have an opening week. Do you want, should we have an American Idol where it sounds like someone in your uh, YouTube was interested? We get these people on. We could have a lot of people compete to see who gets the guest hosts while I'm gone. I was thinking more like somebody we know who's <laughs> kind of been like in the DFS industry and hosted shows before. So I don't have to bumble along for an hour. What if what if I let Spags come host? I feel like you two together would just get my entire YouTube canceled while I was gone. It's possible. Yeah, you two have a few drinks me. and get and get going. You guys, I, I don't think Spags would like some of the some of the comments I make though. So, no, you you guys would get along. No, you. Oh, I you know guys... we've done we've done like a bunch of shows already. I'm 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 kidding. I'm talking about the ending uh, uh, the whole government take so. All right. Philadelphia is done about us talking about uh, meta podcasting bullshit. He wants your take on Fed owns small piece of micro strategies, Bitcoin linked to junk bonds. Do you have a take on this, Brian? 
I I don't I didn't know that. Michael Strategies is is the the sailors? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he, that's his. And the Fed bought a small piece of his. Hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't care if they put it on their balance sheet. That sounds pretty good, right? Yeah. I, I the, just, then are they linking it to junk bonds so then it tanks and then they can claim? Look how bad this? Bitcoin is. Oh. Uh, I, I don't know where he's, where we're going here. Because I, I haven't seen it, haven't even thought. Give it a, a second of thought. I gave the tweet uh, that Chipotle increased their prices four percent. Way more thought because that's like four percent directly out of my pocket almost every other day. <laughs> you know how I know this is still a DFS show at heart. You said Chipotle, and I immediately thought of the DFS player, not the uh, you know billion dollar corporation. He has been playing baseball. Really. Unless he started, unless he's waiting for NBA to end or something. Did Maybe you con- they're going to take a vacation. <laughs> that sounds like it'd be nice for you. Or do you think they just got scared wow. of UConn Dave in those streets? I would love it. Um, <laughs> I doubt it, but you never know. You never know. Um, yeah. Chipotle 4% increase. I have not, I have not had Chipotle in a while. Is that one of your go-tos? Are you, uh, are you against Chipotle? No, no, I, I like Chipotle. I just haven't. I haven't had it in a long time. You can eat pretty healthy at Chipotle. Yeah. I get the uh I get the burrito bowls. Uh yeah. I don't mind it. Yeah. That's what's your go to order? Hot take. Do you what, get the uh, do you get the full burrito? No, I usually get the burrito bowl, but sometimes I get I get the burrito. Burrito bowl, the fajita mix, no rice, no beans, double meat. There you go. They sometimes tempt me because I have their wow. app. And so sometimes they'll give me a free guac or something. I'll be like, all right, this marketing worked. I'll come in for you see, a free guac. Have block. you seen the uh, the the uh, chicken wings <laughs> no. issue in the world? No. What is this? There's like some shortage of chicken wings. So like a lot of uh, places, and maybe it's just in around here, but places are like uh, stopping their half-off wings deals. Or they're out. Of- Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? 
Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. At the bar, they're completely out because uh, they're getting what are, get. what are the odds that Darren Rovell has tweeted about this? <laughs> I really want to play a game right now. I feel let's set the market. I feel like it has to be high. How, 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 how new of a news story is this, Brian? Uh, a couple weeks old. Oh, it's a couple weeks. Okay. Maybe I could, I could search. What, are, what are the chances you think he has a post about chicken? I don't wings? think it's a big news story. It just seems like something he would tweet. Cause he could just do the spin where he's like, Better stock up for your Super Bowl party early. <laughs> Chicken wings are in high is he demand. An inflation uh, bowl? Does he think inflation's coming? No, all the time? Just, I, I barely see his tweets. Any kind of business thing that can be remotely tied into the world of sports, I just trust he's on it. All right, I, you know what? This might I'm going fall. plus three hundred. Right, I'm going minus one hundred here. Okay, let's see here. I mean, so I'd have to take that bet. Well, we got some from 2014 here, and we're going to go latest. Uh, no, February 3rd. This is the story I was assuming you might have updated. Oh, the wow. most fascinating that is it. Super Bowl story. The skyrocketing price of chicken wings. God damn, you're right. No, but I thought it was going to oh, be recent by how you said it. That's really old, yeah. No, like I guarantee he has this article written every year, and he just posts it. For the Super Bowl, I guarantee. Oh, it. that's a Super Bowl one. Yeah, gotcha. Um, all right. Um, now I'm now I'm so I really wanted an updated Chicken Wigs post for Rovell. Um, I'm trying to. Are you sure, Brian? I'm. I'm. Let me look. Look. Let me look on top stories here. I wonder I mean, if that would have qualified for our bet. That would have been a backdoor win right there. It would have been. What the? What is that picture of that dude in there? Hey, Brian. I mean, yeah. what? Hey, Brian. Do that. Do that stuff on your own time, man. Speaking of chicken wings, I don't <laughs> know what that means. I don't know, Brian. I'm searching chicken chicken wings here, and all the top stories are not about it. Woman set husband on fire because she thought he poisoned her chicken wings. I think this is fake news, Brian. Where are you getting your your news about chicken wings? Oh, from my brother, just at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Maybe your brother read the and Darren Rovell wait, article from February. But it was verified by the waitress at another bar. Oh, my. I don't so believe this. That's fact-checked. So it's, it's what is it? It's chicken wings and lumber are, are, are what are, are super expensive right now? Um, I, I, don't, I don't Chicken wings is the only one I know. Okay. All right. I don't I'm know, sure man. there's other stuff. Um, let's get to the real good questions here. Brian, have you had... Crispy chicken wings in Chicago. Well, crisp is the name of the restaurant. I've had crisp. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure I've had w- wings from there once. Okay, my bad. Good. Crisp. Um, wait, they blacked out the prices of wings on our menus. It's uh-huh. like lobster. It's yeah. it's market. Uh-huh. Come price. on, guys, keep it coming. <laughs> I don't believe any of you. <laughs> keep it coming, KV3. Yeah. Uh, um. What is this? How tilting is it to just see Pete just ignore the follow instructions? Oh, because Corey, Corey's in my follow. Um, I don't know, man. Corey needs to, Corey needs to earn it. Um, he he's been replying uh, recently. 
Um, let, let's see. Let's see if Corey has earned it. Let's look at our interactions recently and see. Uh, what do we got? Igloo. Did you did you see that dude uh, tag me and Draft Cheat and Alex and a couple other people on Twitter and and told us to follow him and retweet? Yes, I saw that. <laughs> That that was very good. Um, all right, Corey. So you said um, first of all you wanted an odds boost on the underdog pick them last night. That was rent seeker behavior. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Uh, you told Silva to sit on it. Uh, now Silva Uh-oh. won't talk to me. Um, let's see here. Um, I don't know, Corey. I don't know if you've earned it yet. Talking about Belair in my mentions. Um, yeah, I'm. I like I'm still process. I'm still undecided, Corey. I think you got to earn it. You know, I need, you know, the, the reply guys that are more dedicated, get the follows, Corey. I think you can get there. That's how <laughs> I do it. That, <laughs> that, or if you are an anarchist, then you almost immediately get a follow. Yeah. So, Hey God, I do want to go back to that. The guy that did that. And um, so he's, he tagged you guys and said, I'm new to Twitter let me get a follow. And then what did you say to him? You had a back and forth with him. He followed me after he tweeted it. So he wasn't that's, even following me. That's really bad for him. And you know you could see this in your in your uh, notifications because it's they go in order. Yeah. yeah. It's really <laughs> like hard to tweet, pull past Some other order. whatever notifications and then, and then and dude so follows me. And then he got upset by that exchange and then unfollowed? Oh, uh, I, So I pumped our show as a joke. And here. he took offense to that. Yeah, here here we go. Let's see this. Or wait, or is this a joke? Because then people That's were doing not him. Yeah. Okay. So then people started doing that as a bit. Um, yeah, then someone did it as a bit. Okay. I think you passed it. It was um was it? I don't know. It was like Nick Robert. He had uh, two two first names. Two first names. I can find it. No, yeah, it's. I think it must have been before that because uh, I did see that, and that was very good. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We don't even need to go through the interactions. Oh, like- there, there's the Nelson tweet you were referencing. Oh, yeah, there it is. I tried to record a little video of how to use the new Cut Sweat site earlier and gave up after an hour. Big props to anyone pumping out video content on a regular basis. Um. Yeah, now I want to find that tweet because I did see it and it was a very funny interaction. But anyways, yes, if you are going to ask for a follow, asking uh, or maybe following that person to begin with. I don't think people realize like how the human mind works. I mean, so like a tweet like that, it's offensive when you do that. You don't follow it. You're clear like your intentions are known. On the other hand, if just for like the previous week you had replied a couple of times and engaged and then ask, like, our brains are completely wired to be like, oh, my God, yes, this is such a nice person. I know them or whatever. I will I will follow them. I will do whatever. But just that little, like, the amount of work that has to go in to trick us into thinking we're being, like, liked or something, it, it doesn't take that much effort. <laughs> just you got to just put in a little bit of effort. I sent you the tweet in the private chat. Okay. Uh, he changes, He changed his name. He already changed think, his name? Yeah, I think people were ripping on his two first names. Oh, no. Bit. Okay, so it was the guy that I had pulled up It there. was. I was wrong. Okay. You know, <laughs> people were ripping on his, his two first names? Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, here we go. 
Uh, now I want to see how this sausage got made. This does seem like a post like a DFS guy would do as a joke and a troll. Um, you ratioed him hard there. Um, draft cheats willing to follow, but will unfollow with shitty tweets. Someone I have muted. Um, yeah, I guess you have to go to mine right there. Show more replies. Maybe. Okay. Part of being new to Twitter is following people. Yes. But part of being new to Twitter is not immediately asking people <laughs> to follow you back. Do you think the gambling industry should be regulated by the state? <laughs> the best Jesus Reddit who, who watches tax dollars drive over the border to gamble in New Hampshire. The answer is yes. Tax revenue from regulated gambling would strongly benefit our state. Trick question. The state has no right to be involved in the first place. You can find interesting takes like this one on my weekly podcast. Lowell's Wednesdays at seven real American time. Damn, no follow. I'm devastated. At least you got the podcast plug in. I love, I love this thesis that you're getting a podcast boost via your exchange with this guy with right. Like, Getting his followers to see my podcast this is going to make all the difference. <laughs> oh my god, he does still follow me though, Brian. So you've you've thoroughly oh, been that up. always happens. Let's see the people who gave the plunge: Pete, Justin, Colin, and Roto. I mean, there you go. Those those are the people who are more adventurous than you. Uh, yeah, I would consider it if he didn't follow me afterwards. Here's yeah. what I was thinking. I was talking about this with uh with with my ex. He sounds to me, it seems like a dude who would go like ask a girl he doesn't know out, and then when she says no, he calls her a whore. Like that type of behavior. Because <laughs> then he immediately unfollowed me. It's, it's well that that behavior was just petty, but here here's another kind of tip thing. You don't want to ask someone to follow you because if it means that much to you, I'll follow you, but I'm gonna just mute you right away. If you, if your tweets suck or you're like bringing no value whatsoever. So I always think that's weird when people are like, Oh, follow, follow me, do this, do this. It's like, okay. If you just ceremoniously want me to follow you, but the, don't you want to engage with people and actually have conversations? And then if you actually want to do that, then just engage with people regularly. And eventually you'll follow people that you regularly have good conversations with. It's not hard. What about like the behavioralist side what about incentivizing bad behavior just in general? So like it reminds me of this approach is like the advice like um like a, a motivational speaker or something would give like take a shot see go you know go get in front I'll of the pick people up artists. Get in front of the people <laughs> yeah. right yeah yeah and then and then the wrong person gets a hold of that <laughs> advice and starts taking shots you know what I mean where it's like oh I just I didn't even follow this guy fuck it I found his name through Google somehow I'm gonna throw him on there too yeah no I take a shot. It's completely backwards. I saw a girl a while ago post a screenshot of these DMs from some dating app, and the guy had clearly read some pickup artist tip where it was like, you control the location of the date, and then the like where you want to be is close to your apartment. So you have the natural place to like invite them up to your to your apartment after. And she was like, No, I don't want to go there. And she's like, how about we go here instead or whatever? And he just immediately self-sabotaged the date because he had been told with this playbook that the only option is this one bar right Give me next a second, to the apartment. Brian's like, okay, okay. Yeah, no, it didn't seem to work out well for him having one place in the entire city he was able to meet up. <laughs> and, and no backup plan whatsoever. No backup plan. Nope, they said it has to be right, right underneath. It's always good when like people, I think anyways, when whatever horrible people for racists, any ists or asshole or whatever, bigots, when they, when they yeah. reveal themselves, like you don't, 
you don't want them hiding, right? And like no. getting in positions of power or blah, blah, blah. You want them. So like when they show themselves, like, oh, thank you. Now I can separate myself from you accordingly. You know what I mean? I, yeah. This is the whole the whole free speech thing we talked about before uh, with kicking Trump off. It's like, wouldn't you rather know what he's up to if you hate him, if you think he's crazy, if you think he's going to do horrible things? Like, well, why I think we're... Why are we getting the, the best of both worlds right now? He's not president and we seem to know what he's up to, which is like calling from Mar a Largo and saying why he hates Bitcoin. <laughs> I have no clue what he's up to. I'm not, I don't pay attention. I, but I did, I did know a lot more when he was tweeting what happened. Something happened like in the past day or something that gambling Twitter was talking about. And I'm like, I have no idea that this occurred. Damn it, I wish I could remember it. But yeah, it like not everyone's paying attention to every source, you know? Yeah, I yeah, no, I, I agree with that. It's uh people people are crazy, man. They're they're everyone's trying to figure it out. You know, they look to these these people for guidance. And uh I'm sure there was some they read somewhere on a message board how to get involved on Twitter. Uh you tag a bunch of your favorite creators. That's enough. Yeah. Why we're just doing all this meta stuff. Guys, don't don't tag a ton of people. I feel like for me, this started with like fantasy questions, you know, where you tag like 20 people. It's like, first of all, no one wants to be in a thread getting tagged with all that stuff. It's a, you, the, the, the thread immediately gets muted. So you're not doing it. And on top of that, it doesn't seem like your opinion or what you're going to say about it is that important or special because you're tagging all these other people. Like if I... If I say like, what's the best way to run a sim? And I tag like 15 data scientists in DFS, none of them will respond. But I bet right. if I asked Brian a direct question, he would say, sorry, I can't tell you that at least. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know but, RBX 88? Yeah. I know a lot of guys. Yeah. Um, so uh, I don't know. Yeah, just just don't tag lots of people. No, no yeah, one no, likes that, it. That's totally true. I don't get as, mere, uh, as many notifications as Pete does. But yeah, as soon as you get tagged in the group, it's like, bam, 20 plus notifications. And sometimes it's kind of funny because <laughs> people get pissed at that. And, but And also, like that guy who tagged a bunch of you, I'm again, here's a, a great pro tip. Just do literally four seconds of research. If you do a tweet and you say, hey, at Brian Hooper, I love Lowell's because I looked at your profile, saw that's a show you do, and your app is awesome. I love the ownership percentage because he signed up and just saw it. I bet Brian would, would probably follow him after that thing. Hey, I would love a follow. I think Lowell's and your app are great. Like, Literally 30 seconds of research and boom, you would have them. But instead you're going to mass tag and blow the whole thing up. Yeah. And follow first. <laughs> Give it a day. The so number one obvious. Oh my goodness. Um, somebody kind of did that today. They asked me a question about my first video and then they put only I can reply, tag just one person and then asked how to do the math. And unfortunately, guy, I, I, that video is like almost a year and a half old. I do not remember at all what I did. I just made it up for the video. And, um, but I was, anyways, I did respond to him. So yes, you're right. Um, yeah. Wow. I, you know what? I, you know, sometimes I wonder, you know, the, the people who came here initially for league of legends, DFS content, if they wonder what happened to this show, but then someone like Dick Chuck or my Ted one Oh one says, this is my favorite show on YouTube and it makes it all worth it. Brian. Do you, what, what percentage stuck around? Do you think there wasn't that many, <laughs> <laughs> it's true i think there was um it was a survival of the fittest thing where we weeded out and there was about three or four who stuck around and then uh 
and then everyone else uh, okay. is new. <laughs> I feel like it was higher than that. We still have people pumping League of Legends in our Discord. Yeah, I got a, I got, I got a message from uh, Ryan uh, today. He was referencing a time on the Swolecast, or it was some show where Davis and I were trying to uh, talk about the differences between the uh, LPL uh and lck and he goes just wanted you to know that i still think of you every time i ponder the stylistic differences between korean and chinese lol teams thought leadership has no expiration date he said it was me and davis were describing the subtle nuances between the lpl and lck in one breath and then the next breath admitting you weren't actually sure how the game was played which <laughs> i think perfectly sums up uh my time as an lol dfs thought leader <laughs> oh man good good times we we uh we didn't have a podcast when that started, like it, like the actual audio podcast. Yeah. And so like our first few shows, we got like 800, 800 or something viewers. And then it just kind of nosedived. Then we added the podcast. And I think that had like 60 downloads or something, maybe if that. Yeah. For the first time. And the then we got few. the big Randone bump and it's just been a rocket ship ever since. All praise Randone. <laughs> King Randone. Um, man, it does really tilt me when I see one of his tweets get shared and I have to log into a burner account to uh, to see what it said. But uh, one of these days. It, I can't believe that he interacts with you still, uh, but but won't He's man. my bike. Why? Why would you not think he... Well, put in a good word for me, Brian. I, I've hinted, but I don't <laughs> want to get banned myself. Pete. Yeah. Uh, Francis, what is this video about Pete? I can't keep up. I mean, when I go to title this one, normally we have like a clear last week. It was about why wearing jerseys was dumb. Speaking of which, I mean, let's just go full meta this episode. People were triggered in the, uh, in the tweet out to the audio, Brian. Could you sum up in the most charitable way what my opinion is or someone in chat on, on jerseys? Your opinion in in a very charitable and succinct way is it's just extremely childish and not something an adult should do. Okay. That that's close. I thought it was I think my opinion is <laughs> I guess it's, <laughs> I think my opinion that's part is. of it is in any other context, it would be completely ridiculous. Yeah. And it that's not wrong. That and also either one of those definitions doesn't mean i don't think you should wear it or i think you're dumb or anything like that have fun go ahead like i think <laughs> i think so many things people do i don't do but they might love it go for it no right this is where you can't back down okay this is the school of hot takes this is how we get engagement you say outlandish polarizing things that you only vaguely care about and that you would never even actually debate to the death about and then you rile everyone up online and then they tune in next week to see what kind of ridiculous bullshit will brian say <laughs> i was thinking that too i'm like what route is this going down uh See, this is what I'm saying. He's called you out for backtracking. I'm saying you can't back down. You need to That's you need to double down. That was my entire premise. But there's also other things too you can add on to it. Like, yes, it's it's fine for children. So now we got the same Girlfriend. question. We want to relitigate this. Thoughts on a blank jersey or what about jerseys with no name on the back? Before you answer, I just want to say jerseys with your own name on the back. That's even a sub tier of wearing an NFL athlete's name on the back. We talked about that in the last show. Someone okay, asked did that we? Question. All I right. think. That's egregious. Jersey with no name. 
still weird, but not as weird. Again, take it out of context. Take it any where where are you gonna wear the business outfit in any other business? <laughs> are you gonna wear the Applebee's waiter shirt to go to fucking Applebee's? Yeah, no, keep going. I, I, I'm, I'm enjoying <laughs> that, it. That's it. That's right. It. But but here, here but here's what the real thing is. Okay, you put on the fucking Applebee's shirt and you put the button on of the waiter's name. That's what a jersey with a name on it is. Yeah. But like I fucking love this waiter. He's the best waiter in the tri-state. But you area. don't I don't I feel like there's better arguments than that because you don't watch a waiter on national television. So so, but the whole point there's is pl- that there's plenty there, of there's celebrities on television you, where you don't do that. The, the vast majority, actually, right? And I'm so I'm saying go with go with a celebrity route. You, well, the player, a lot of players aren't celebrities. Mm. How many followers does Chris Conley have? Please don't besmirch my good friend Chris <laughs> Conley's online. I like social Chris media Conley. He's like a really cool dude. Yeah, I wouldn't wear the man's jersey, and I bet he probably <laughs> might agree with me. Well, he's not sending you one now. I'll tell you that much. Um, so, no, like, I, I'm, so I'm with I, you. Let I'm, me try to take take that seriously, though. So, like, does celebrity change? No, I don't think so. So, like, why would you wear? You know, who's a celebrity nowadays? A, a, a Paul, one of the Paul brothers. No, no. Answer this question. What about Pete Manzanelli merch? Tell tell the people who <clears> bought <throat> Pete Manzanelli merch that the, they're idiots, we, Brian. I dare you. <laughs> uh, that is also one of the exceptions we said on the show. Bits is totally. I'm wearing a Vegas Dave shirt. That is egregious, Brian. I mean, you you're celebrating this man. He's everyone bets with Vegas Dave. What does this say in the back? I can't remember. No, yeah, yeah turn around. I forget what it says. It's something about bet with us. I don't want to ruin my setup here. I bet with Vegas Dave. <laughs> it kills me every time. The font too. This is. I don't know if I said this last time, but the font looks like when a bachelorette party gets matching t-shirts for the thing out, it's like that kind of cursive font. (laughs) (laughs) That's the font that Vegas Dave chose. And it's got the Yoda diamond encrusted Yoda. (laughs) Oh my God. It's so good. He he had a killer today. A great tweet. Andrew, I don't know if if you're just uh, having a yuck them up here, but this is pretty funny. If so, I wore my old Arby's uniform to work a few years ago to my engineering startup while business had not been going well. It took a few hours before someone decided to broach the subject. That's incredible if you actually did that. Yeah, that's that's funny, but it's also not like the same thing. It would be wearing the Arby's jersey of the manager at your Arby's and wearing the, the name tag of the manager. And that's like while he's making sandwiches, you're just oh my god, that was fucking great. Hey, I don't know, man. What a, people wear the uh, El Pollo Loco shirts from Breaking Bad. Um, I, I think ultimately, what it is is it's maybe this is the disconnect. I can't believe we're going back to this. I'm trying to break down the psychology of it. Mm. Is in a way, it feels like okay, you're glorifying like this athlete or like whatever, but. In general, I think most clothes are a signaling mechanism to other people about what you are and and who you are and what you're about. In the same way, our avatars and why everyone loves getting their CryptoPunks or their bored ape avatars is because it signals to people what kind of person you are, what community you belong to. And I think people just like jerseys because it's an easy signaling mechanism. Hey, dude, you like like, uh, Jay Cutler? So do I, dude. Go Bears. Yeah. I totally agree with you. And we, we said this on the last show too. I, tribalism, 
evolutionary bi- biology, um, I think are all factors. There's plenty of factors of why people do it. They don't think about it. But yeah. if you take it out of context, I think, out of the context of sports, if sports wasn't popular at all, you know, but they still played it, it would be super weird. Yeah. And then another exception was that the player's dead <laughs> or like a Hall of Fame. And then we final, and then we had the formula 20 uh, t- year age times two minus seven. <laughs> Anything older than that, you probably can. Brian, yeah. you're normally pretty hesitant to release your proprietary formula. <laughs> so I thank you for sharing that with the Lulz fans. Um, real quick as uh, as we wrap up here, because some people did want uh, an update on the uh, Ben the Better situation. Is there any new developments there? Yeah. So um, uh, he is like building up his role. Okay. And I, and I DM'd him. I'm like, that's fine. I don't care. Yeah. Take your time. Every gambler's had bankroll issues at least once. I well, I thought I saw a tweet from him that, you know, he didn't want to play the the two game NBA slates and stuff, and that he was, I think say he said he was saving his role for NFL. So it, it might be a long time. Yeah, I agree. If I was in his place, I'd probably rather play the two gamers. Yeah. But he thinks he's a favorite. So maybe not. I mean, but in reality, he's in my opinion, he's not. And so playing a two gamer, you kind of like a little better shot, just random shit happening. Yeah. Uh, it, but I think it's bankroll related. Um, and even though he, uh, he called me on the phone and then tweeted out some out of context, bullshit, whatever, water under the bridge. No, going broke sucks for everyone. Right. And every gambler has done it. So I mean, yeah, he, based on the screenshot, it's, it seems like he's had a, a rough go of it in those betting streets. Yeah. Hey, maybe he'll be back. And uh, maybe we're, we were talking about in the Lulz Discord of uh, getting his Patreon. <laughs> that that <laughs> actually would be the ultimate stakes. That's a bit. I would wear it. There you go. I would like, Brian, your entire wardrobe should just be uh, famous sports bettors. Uh, you I, know, I found the old uh, Where's My Jungler shirt. The, oh, God. Yeah. And I have my, uh, my, what is it? It was like my KDA is higher than my GPA. I think yeah, is what mine was. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I still have, I think it's in a bin around here, man. Back when the, the origin of my neon lights was, to be a League of Legends streamer. And then I just realized that recessed neon lighting was generally good for streaming. Somebody asked this in the chat too. Lulz, League of Legends. Oh, I get it. And that was the the, the, the bit, right? Was right. Like I would say there's, there's levels to the name. I mean, there's probably five or six levels if you really rack your brain. Don't sell us short on just the literal. The name of the podcast isn't League of Legends. No. It's not. No, it's lols. It's lols. And no, I'm. But I'm saying like, he was saying, oh, that was part of the bit. It's lols, but it's also like League of Legends. No, I, I can't don't remember. Know. You well, thought of it. Well, if I think if people you know want to do their history, well, first of all, we did for our uh, one year anniversary. Uh, we did um, a clip show. If you want to hear about our history, lots of League of Legends clips there. And then this is also famously episode 160 night, uh, 160 tonight. So you can go back, Brian. We have a catalog of 160 episodes, and I encourage yeah. people to go back to the very beginning. Uh, I wonder if we're deleted in a YouTube database fire, but yeah, the rest of them. 
That's why that. Brian wanted us to go to Parlor and um, Odyssey, Odyssey and these other places where we can't be censored. I heard you and Manic were talking about Odyssey on that pod you did with them. Dude, I think I think it's a different Odyssey. Oh, is it? Yeah, because the, the other one is spelled more like the actual Odyssey. And this mm. one I thought was spelled like Audio C or something. I'm almost positive they're different. I could mm. be wrong. Um, okay. I could be wrong. I need to look yeah, into that. It's definitely possible. Um, Brian, any yeah. other, uh, any other plugs here? Uh, uh, no, I don't think so. I have PGA ownership up on my site. If people want to go check it out. Okay. Free. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, we got the discords. I got one. Pete's got one dedicated to the show. If you, if you guys want to hop in, that's we're pretty active in there. That's right. That's right. And if you are uh, watching and haven't subscribed, I, if I, can I just refresh and be at 8,000 subs? I'm just begging well, yeah, you guys. That. That'd be nice. It's disgusting. Do you know, I mean, my OCD, Brian, can you imagine staring at this right now and having to see 7.99? Well, if you it's, go into manage videos, it, it updates faster. This is how I also have OCD. And Okay. Well, be, it, until it's, old. until it's here, it's not real to me guys. Okay. Um, but yeah, and as always, we have the audio version of the podcast. That link is down below. Those MP3s go up on Wednesday nights after the show. Uh, we appreciate you guys, even your jersey-wearing selves out there. So for Brian Hooper, for Cross Emoji Guy, for Dick Chuck, I'm Peter Overzet, and this is Lulz. <laughs>